So we, we view that the, the challenges we have in our lives as hindrances to what God wants us to do, to hindrances to where God is bringing us. It's not always that way. And the, the sooner we realize that, that the challenges and the storms, we can use the term storms because we're in the Parsha of Noah. <laughs> the storms that he brings into our lives very often are not things to pray away or to blame on the devil or even to blame on bad experiences. Sometimes the storms he brings into our lives are for us to go through to get to the other side. If we turn away from it, we don't get to the other side. If the disciples on the boat where Yeshua was snoring away, if they just said, we're going back to shore, they would have missed the blessing on the other side. Because if you read those scriptures, it says, and they made it to the other side. <laughs> and what happened in that story on the other side? Of the Yeshua sleeping in the boat story. We know that story. Do we know what happened on the other side? This is when Yeshua cast out demons from one who is so possessed. Deliverance is on the other side of the storm. Amen. Yes. And if you blame the storm on Satan and try to go around it, you miss the deliverance. Father, I pray that everyone here understands that storms, that challenges, are not always from the devil. <laughs> that storms, that challenge, challenges in your life, difficult things, are not because you made a wrong decision. I pray, Father, that the people here in my hearing know that you're the one who put us there very often. And we pray against the wrong thing. Yes. God wants us to get to the other side. God wants you to get to the other side. There's healing on the other side. There's deliverance on the other side. Oh, we don't know what it's going to look like because it's on the other side. And we haven't gotten there yet. And many of us are just not as prophetic, I guess, as we should be when we realize exactly what's there. But I tell you right now that if you don't turn away from your storm, but you go through the storm, the storm will come to an end. And on the other side of that, there is deliverance. And on the other side of it, there is blessing. And on the other side of it, there is healing. Yes. And the storm and the experience came from God. You need to be to understand where this, why the, what's, what's your biblical proof? <laughs> Can I have a reader? Who's reading for me today? And Mishkan is going to read. <laughs> oh! Get ready to get yelled at. 
Let's get you a microphone so people can hear it. Oh, he's probably not working, right? We don't have the system on. Come, come, come. Here, come. I want people to hear this. So it's Matthew 14, and I don't know the verse. <laughs> what book of the New Testament does Matthew come after? <laughs> it's the first it's the first one. <laughs> Don't think too hard about these things. You just laugh and move on. <laughs> All right, I got it, I got it, I got it. All right, first of all, let's let's see what happened on the other side. All right, let's let's go maybe from, from back to front. You know, like Hebrew goes from right to left, you know? All right, read verse 34 to the rest of the chapter. I'm going to have to just put this. Okay. This is what happens on the other side. What's that? I said, I'm not as talented as you. I can't hold the book and, and do the money. And dance. Okay. okay. And chew gum. 14, what, Rabbi? Uh, 34. Okay, so Matthew 14, 34. The word of the Lord. Thanks, good to God. After they had crossed over, crossed over to the other side, they came to a land at Genesaret. And when the men of that place recognized Yeshua, they sent word into all the surrounding region. And they brought him to all those who were in bad shape and kept begging him that they might just touch the tzitzit of his garment. Tzitzit. 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 Tzitzit, that's a Greek sauce. Tzitziki. Grab the tzitziki. Of his garment. Hallelujah. And all who touched it were cured. So that's at the other side. That's at the other side of it. Wait. Hmm? That's at the other side. So let's now let's back up and see what they had to deal with to get to the other side. So we're going to go in the same chapter and we're going to start in. Tell us. <clears throat> Verse 22, right up here at the top. Right away. Yeshua made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he sent the crowds away. After he had sent the crowds away, he went up on the hillside by himself to pray. And when evening came, he was there alone. But the boat was already a long way from the land, tossed around by the waves, for the wind was against it. Ooh, ooh. Now in the fourth watch of the night. Okay, we can stop right there. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Oh, actually, wait. Stay there. Did we all get that? So the disciples were in the boat, going to the other side. The disciples were in the boat, going to the other side. 
what was what was that experience like for them? What were the winds like? What was the word that was used? Against. 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 Contrary. Another translation says adversarial. <laughs> the winds were against them. This wasn't a piece. What is it with Yeshua and the lake? It seems that whenever he's crossing that thing, there happens to be a storm. They were in a storm. Do we see that? Yeah. They were in a storm. Let's go back to the beginning again. They were in a storm. They were in the boat. Got it? We know what's on the other side. There was healing. Touching the tzatziki on the other side. <laughs> Let's go back to what you read, right from the top again. Oh, okay. um, right away, Yeshua made the disciples get into the boat. Stop. Who made them get into the boat? Yeshua. Who made them get into the boat? Yeshua. Was that, what was the experience in the boat? Adversarial wind. Adversarial. It was, who made them get into the boat? Yeshua. Satan? Satan. Their own bad decisions? <laughs> No. Yeshua. Yeshua is the one that had them get into the boat. What did Yeshua do after that? He made, uh, he made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he sent the crowds away. And then? At, after he had sent the crowds away, he went up on the hillside by himself to pray. Stop. Yeshua put him in the boat. Don't you think Yeshua knew that that ride was going to be a little tough? Yeah, was he? Yeshua put him in the boat and went up on a hill. <laughs> Does that sound like our life? Yeah. So many times. But he was praying. Lesson number one. It's Yeshua that put us into that boat. Thank you, Wimber. Yeah. Thank you. You can leave that open. Can I, can I leave yeah. that open? Just in case I need it. Yeshua is the one who put him in the boat. Yeshua went up on the mountain away from them. You know, an, an interesting thing about the hill that Yeshua was on, if you go to Israel, which I recommend, one of these days we're going to do like a Mishkan tour of Israel. Yes. You know, when you go on a tour in Israel, you go around the lake, they'll take you up on the mountain that they believe that Yeshua went in in that particular moment. You know what the incredible thing about that mountain experience is? If you're on the lake, you can't see those on the mountain. But you can see the lake from the mountain. Mm. So, Yeshua sent them off in the boat. He went up on the mountain. They didn't see him, but Yeshua saw them. When you're in your trial, you feel that you're alone. You feel that he's far away. But it's a trial. It's a storm. But he sees you. He sees you. He sees you. He sees you. Amen. Thank you, Father. And now they're in this boat. And they're alone. And then what happens? Yeshua comes. But how does he look to them? Like a ghost. A, a ghost. Hello, Holy Spirit. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Yeshua came unrecognizable. Yeshua came kind of like invisible. So they're in the boat and they're panicking and Yeshua comes and it's not, these are the people who spent time face to face with Yeshua. He came in a way where he was unrecognizable. 
untouchable, unviewable, ghostly, like spectral. Hmm. Isn't that so much like our own walk? Like we see him, but we're not sure it's him. Mm -hmm. And they, were, they weren't sure. And when Yeshua said, be not afraid, it's me. Be not afraid. Peter, the one who walked face to face with Yeshua, side by side with Yeshua, said, Lord, if that's you,
faith you can do. It's how long you will keep it up. Yes. We are a people who have a, the ability to do big things, but if we don't see results in like a day, right. we're like, nah, <laughs> it must not be from the Lord. Because we want like the, the instant gratification that we get like from the internet or something like that, you know? Or, you know, from, you know, when I, when I go to my Alexa machine and ask her to set an alarm or to do something or tell me something, just like instantaneously. Right? We want that. We want like an, an Alexa relationship with God. <laughs> the little faith that Peter had wasn't the amount of faith to do what he did. He didn't have enough faith to sustain him. So God is telling you and me and all of us in this story to keep going. Yes. To have the faith to keep going. Amen. To not stop. To, to get to the other side of it. To cross over. To keep going. To not give up. Don't give up. Yes. Because you have friends. Endure. Keep going. Keep your faith going. Even if it gets tough. Keep going. The little faith is not for the amount. It was for the extent it lasted. That was his little faith. Amen. 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 Thank you, Adonai. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Adonai. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Adonai. Thank you, Adonai. Because, you know, let's bring it back to our tour of worship. Let me tell you why God wants you to endure the storm and not back away. And recognize that he's the one who put you in that boat. And he's the one that went on the mountain. And he's the one that's watching you from the mountain. And he's the one that comes to you even if you're not sure it's him. Mm -hmm. It's all for us. Every bit of that. Let me tell you, using our Torah portion, why he wants us to go through the storm. Go through the storm. After the storm of Noah happened, God made a promise to humanity. Yes. And I will never flood the earth. I will never allow a storm to overwhelm the earth again. We can look at that in a natural way, or we can look at that in a spiritual way. The storm will not overtake you. This is why he wants you to endure through it. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Yes. When you go through the river, it will not overtake you. When you walk through the fire, fire it will not burn you. For I am the Lord, yes. your God, the Holy One of Israel, Amen. your Savior. This is the inheritance of the children of God. Go through the storm. Yes. Go through it. Don't turn away from it. Don't be scared of it. Don't be discouraged from it. Get to the other side of it. There is healing on the other side. Of it. Yes. There is deliverance on the other side yes. of the storm. You just need to go through it. You need to get to the end of it. Thank you, Adonai. And these are for the disciples, and it's for us, but this is a generation that is gonna do greater things than the disciples. Uh, thank you. Because Peter was only able to walk on water a little bit. <laughs> this is the generation that will walk on water. You are the generation that will walk on water. 
You are the generation that will walk on water. You see, there's one thing to go through a storm. There's one thing to go through a storm. And there's another thing to have the storm under your feet. It's always on earth in us as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. You know what that means? In us as it is in Yeshua. Mm -hmm. In us as it is in Yeshua. And in Yeshua, it says that all his enemies will be under his feet. The earth is his footstool. From beginning to end of the Bible, it always talks about his enemies, the things of the world being under his feet, subdued under his feet. And what did God tell Joshua? Everywhere you tread mm -hmm. will be yours. Yes. On earth as it is in heaven. In you as it is in Yeshua. And Yeshua walks on the borders of the world. You know, when Susie and I first met, here's a little Brian and Sue trivia question. <laughs> What was our first date? Did I know? Was it the parachute? Yes! Mishkan nice. and Indy. I told you she hung out with me and we did. We, <laughs> we skydived. Velma and Louise. <laughs> so this was in New Jersey and we skydived, went to a place to skydive. And um, I guess I can make you laugh a little bit with a little of the experience. So we went up there on the little rickety plane. Susie was. Susie had the attitude of Peter, like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Just give me the word, I'm going in. And I was like, uh, 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 uh. but I was trying to be like, a, you know, like a macho man. It's going to be okay. 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 Like, meanwhile, my face is green with fear. Anyway, I'll never forget when we first went out because um, it was cloudy underneath and we were up above. And this is where I'm going. That's why I'm bringing it up. But just to make you laugh. So Susie went out for it. Now it was a tandem jump, which means that there was some dude on our backs, right? Like locked in pretty tightly, and he was the expert, right? Now one thing that they told us to do at, at when we first, before we went up, they said, what would you like to do? Would you like to go out of the plane and go right into free fall position? Or would you like to go out of the plane, do a mid-air somersault, and then go in to the free fall position? So I went, <laughs> and Susie went somersault. <laughs> so we were up on the plane, and Susie went first. So she went to the, and I'll never forget the, the visual of her being like going out of the door of a plane that's 10,000 feet in the air. And there she is by the door, and she goes out. I'm like, oh my gosh, where am I? What is going on here? So the guy behind me said, you know, if you, if you take a peek out the door, you'll see her. I'm like, okay. So I went to the door, and I peeked out of the door. Susie is in free fall. She is looking upward because she is in the middle of her somersault. She is falling face up like this. <laughs> And then she went, poof, into a cloud. <laughs> and then it was my turn. Oh, boy. 
I mean, I could go on with the story. Like, I went out. First of all, we did. I did the somersault. But unlike Susie, I missed the entire somersault. Because I remember when I went out of the plane, the first thing I... I'm just going to shut my eyes. <laughs> I just shut my eyes with the whole somersault. I just, I decided I was going to die. So I'm like, I'm just going to die. I'm gonna shut my eyes. I'm going to die. So I shut my eyes and I went this. I missed the whole thing. And eventually I was in the uh, free fall position. I eventually opened my eyes. You know, maybe this is the spiritual thing. When I opened my eyes, you ever go on a roller coaster and you get that sick feeling in your stomach? No. Who likes that feeling? No. Guess what? what? <laughs> Guess what? When you're free falling, 10,000 feet in the air, you don't get that experience. No. You don't even realize you're falling when you're that high up. That's Come true. on, somebody. <laughs> That's true. When you're that high up, you don't realize you're falling. End of sermon. Praise the Lord. When you're that high up, you don't realize you're falling. But eventually, they said, Pull! <laughs> So I pulled the parachute, and uh, you ever see the pictures of like, you know, when like you see like somebody free falling on TV, and then somebody's taking the camera, and like all of a sudden the parachute's up, and they get shot, shoom! Yeah. That's not what happens. It's just the person with the camera's still going. <laughs> and you're just slowing down gently. So anyway, so I slowed down gently, and now I'm in the parachute, and I'm like, where's Sue? Where's Sue? Where's Sue? <laughs> And she was, and they said, oh, she's way over there. Because by the time that she, between her jump and my jump, there was a long space. So she was way out in, in the distance, in her parachute, going like this. <laughs> and I said, what's happening? <laughs> and they said, she's doing it on purpose. She's just having fun. See, when you pull one side, you can do that. And the guy said, do you want to do it? No, 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 no. I'm good. See, when you're above the clouds, you don't realize you're falling. When you're above the storm, you don't even realize you're falling. When you're above the storm, when the storm is under your feet, you can even have a good time. You can have some fun. Because it's not affecting and you know what else I noticed? I actually wrote a really terrible song about this. Because <laughs> when I first met Sue and she was a songwriter, I tried to write songs and it didn't take me long to realize that I suck at songwriting. Can we hear it? Yeah. It was so. a partly cloudy August day. <laughs> that was terrible. I can't even look at it. Anyway, so one thing I'll remember is that it was a cloudy day. But once you got up there, the skies were blue. You didn't notice there was even clouds going on. See, when you're above the storm, when you're walking on the storm, you don't even realize there's a storm going on. You don't realize you're falling, and you can have a good time while you're doing it. This is the generation to walk on water. This is the generation to walk on the storm. It's one thing to go through the storm to get to the other side where the healing is. It's a greater thing to walk above the storm. Amen. Father, I pray that you give us the ability to walk above the waters of the world. Because we see even in this Torah portion how the waters of the world start to rise up from the ground and rise up from the ground.
we're seeing that happening right now. All the tumultuous waters of the world are rising up. I speak a supernatural ability for everyone here in my hearing to rise above it, to stand on the waters of the world where it's calm and unaffected. It can be stormy down there, but when you're above it, you can just <laughs> dance. Have you rolled that? Uh, no. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So we get anything out of this message, just know that we were in the stormy boat. Who put you in the boat in the first place? Yeshua. Where did he go? On the mountain. Do you see him? No. Does he see you? Yes. When you see the ghost, hello, Holy Spirit, is it him? Yes. He's got you. Be encouraged. Stick it out. Get to the other side of the storm. That's where the deliverance is. That's where the healing is. In Yeshua's name, amen. amen.